0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. This latest podcast episode that gives a breakdown of several key CPG trends was a part of a vlog that I filmed at this week's National Association of Convenience Stores trade show in Las Vegas. If you wanted to see some visuals to go along with this content, please click the link in the episode description to check out my YouTube channel. But before we get started, I would love if you took 49 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. I wanted to run through a handful of trends that I saw at the NAC Show 2022. I'll start with one that's not kind of directly related to the CBG industry, but still is extremely important to any food or beverage brand that plans on utilizing the convenience retail channel within its sales channel strategy. The first trend is a bit of a like now versus then update on how far things have progressed over the last five years. Back in 2017, I went to my first and only NAC show until returning this year, obviously, but I remember sitting in the crowd of some of the kind of educational sessions and a speaker was talking about how convenience retailing was essentially defensible against disruption because of its business model and value proposition to the consumer. I've always leaned digital first and forward thinking. So I question if, at least first, he hadn't been paying attention to how e-commerce had been infiltrating other sales channels like the grocery market. Secondly, he was banking too heavily on the legacy established value proposition definition of convenience. And then thirdly, if he was underestimating electrification, it was likely really a combination of those points plus COVID-19 affect tailwinds, but regardless, things looked way different inside the Expo Hall this year. In 2022, the idea of convenience is as much defined by technology layers or capabilities as it is location proximity. Additionally, California's ambitious electrification goal puts a kind of major wrench into the traditional business model of convenience retailing that optimizes for speed. The average fill-up time for gas is only two minutes, but the average kind of charge time for electric vehicles is 15 minutes. What does a consumer do with those extra minutes? Right now, first adopters of electric vehicles are accepting a poor charging experience and friction within that experience, but that won't be the case soon. Instead of speed, convenience retailing will need to look at coffee shops or, or alike for inspiration. To spin this trend back into a CPG-related insight, those changes, if it's quick needs, e-commerce fulfillment, artificial intelligence for cashierless transactions, robotics to improve food service, or electrification, it will lead to consumers interacting with and thinking about convenience retailers differently, and those CPG brands must stay nimble in the way that they view and utilize the convenience channel. For the second and third trend, I wanna talk energy drinks. The first point I wanna bring up is around kind of the passing of the guard in the energy drinks category. Yes, Red Bull and Monster Energy are still kicking ass, but the number three spot that's currently filled by Bang Energy is up for grabs. I think most by now know that I consider Jack Oak a good industry friend. I have all the respect in the world for what he's built, even before Bang Energy even was created and I want to continue seeing him be successful. But that being said, when there's blood in the streets, that's the ideal time within the market to be aggressive. I had a great conversation with both John Feldley, the CEO of Celsius Holdings, and Dan Lorenzo, the CEO of Ghost Lifestyle, around the current momentum and near-term outlooks of their brands. Both CEOs were extremely bullish and rightfully so. The energy drink category within the U.S. market will grow about $1.5 billion annually this year. That type of market expansion is creating a beverage category that can not only support the typical like three-man race that happens within the beverage world, but likely increase to four or five brands that have a billion dollars in revenue in the next two years. That market expansion is also supporting the other trend that I want to mention, and that's what I've dubbed in the past as Energy Everything. There's no doubt that Americans love their caffeinated drinks, so Energy Everything was thriving at the Knack Show 2022. It's not only typical energy drinks, but also the explosion in ready-to-drink coffees, caffeine being added to adjacent beverage categories like hydration, and even further acceleration of the Energy Drink On-Premise 2.0 strategy, a.k.a. integrating into food service that I talked about a handful of years ago. Another beverage trend that was quite obvious at the NAC show 2022 was the further convergence of alcoholic and non-alcoholic brand portfolios. It seems each side of the beverage world thinks the grass is greener on the other side. I'm a huge believer that beverage IP should be thought about holistically. That will likely lead to more strategic partnerships in the near term and consolidation within the market in the long term. The final trend that I wanted to share about was actually within the food side of the CPG world. Sorry that I didn't add more trends on that side. But. While the evolution towards better for you and functional is still definitely happening, there is this alternative strategy emerging within the indulgent snacking space. It's through taking your valuable brand IP and making those offerings smaller. It's not about changing ingredients or bending the knee to herbal this or adapted in that, but instead being unapologetically indulgent, just kind of smaller. This is partly a shrinkflation play and partly acknowledging that sensible indulgences will always have a place